Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, order yourself a box, and you'll be blown away. What is this foolishness? How many dreams can you shape in a minute? An hour. The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Folks at home, folks at home, how you doing? Welcome to Ike Live. This is a very special edition of Ike Live. You've been waiting for it for like two years. Here it is. Tonight is the kayak special edition of Ike Live. Man, I am stoked about tonight's show. Uh, this whole movement makes me excited. I'm glad we have an entire show dedicated to it. Uh, it let me tell you right off the giddy. That Ike Live is brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Mystery Tackle Box is the most amazing thing out there. It's like Christmas coming to your door once a month. All the latest tackle. you got to try it out. Mystery Tackle Box. Let me jump right in and introduce my co-host. Um, I, I just noticed a second ago he was falling asleep, but we're going to keep <laughs> him up for the next three hours. The one and only Pete Klusik, everybody. Pete, <laughs> hey, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. Good to see you. Now, uh, it's good to be here. Now, you're. Uh, let's just start by... By letting everybody know that we're not just making this up, you're running on E right now because you're literally you have literally came in from I, an on water training trip on the Upper Chesapeake. Okay. Uh, for Bash University and yeah. Uh, yeah, we fished all day in 90 degree heat. Yeah. And uh, drove two hours. You know. Yeah. Managed to get cleaned up just enough so I could be presentable to you guys. Okay. Well, we're we're glad you're here. Uh, I, I eventually want to talk a little bit about. The flats. I want to hear what happened today, and uh, we were talking off camera about some of the things you saw. And I've got a little cool little story about the flats, too, I want to touch on. Well, back to Mystery Tackle Box. Yeah. Tomorrow is Father's Day. It is! Uh, All you fathers out there, myself included, and uh, what a great gift, Mystery Tackle Box for a Father's Day present. And uh, Jake and I, it's a a real treat around my house. My son Jake is six years old. He's going to be seven this summer. him and I opening that tackle box is a riot. He doesn't let me have anything. It's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> it it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Great Father's Day gift. Check it out. Mystery Tackle Box. Awesome. Mystery Tackle Box. And uh, we're also brought to you by TH Marine. TH Marine makes amazingly cool boating products. And I'm talking about all kinds of boating products. Uh, the one we're going to be talking about tonight, cool tie-in to this kayak show. Brian the Carpenter, give me a little zoom in on that if you could there. Uh, really cool product called the Gear Grabber. Uh, thing installs in a really cool place. We're going to look at that. But, man, TH Marine, check out their website. They have something for everybody, whether you're in a kayak, 
a canoe, a bass boat, or a Biggie Smalls yacht. They have something <laughs> for everybody. Who else uh, is sport, sporting the show, Pete? Flambo tackle boxes. Ooh. Woo! Uh, we love Flambo. The, the original Z-Rust, the, the rust inhibitor, uh, the best tackle boxes. Um, you got to check out Flambo. They've got boxes for everything, spinner baits, terminal tackle, you name it. You're fishing from the bank. You're fishing out of a kayak. Flambo Tackle Boxes. Check them out. Uh, you know, this show is also brought to you by Tackle Warehouse. Let me tell you something. This is a real live uh, statement, and i got to tell you it's the truth. 108 guys on the BASS Elite Trail, all 108 of them, even the Bass Pro Shop guys, still use Tackle Warehouse. <laughs> when you want something, you want it quick, you want it right, Go to Tackle Warehouse. Uh, we're also brought to you by Fishity.com. Fishity is a really cool interactive website. Uh, it's a social site. Go on there, chat with people, make friends, and check out their mapping. Fishity mapping is pretty awesome. And uh, Pete, take over on uh, a little scent product that has supported the show from day one. Liquid Mayhem. Oh, it's good stuff. We love Liquid Mayhem. We use it in all our fishing. Uh, they've got the uh, they got a great group that you can follow out on social media. What do they call Brian? The Mayhem Militia. The Mayhem Militia. Ooh, I like that term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a cool term. We need a cool a, we need a term like that. Yeah. Like the Ike Live Militia or uh, Sack of Nuts. To, we might have to do that. We got to get something. But check out Liquid Mayhem. You know, as a matter of fact, if you are a Bash University TV subscriber, uh, Liquid Mayhem discounts they're available right now. We got we got more stuff coming for all Bash U TV subscribers. We love working with Liquid Mayhem. Yeah, and I have a little note here, too. If you go on the Liquid Mayhem website, liquidmayhem.com, uh, and put in promo code IKELIVE35, you'll get 35% off your order. That's freaking awesome. 35% off anything on their website this weekend only. This weekend only. Okay. Do so not go, delay. Do okay, not hesitate. Do not delay. Go in there and stock up on some stuff. And finally... Uh, Ike Live is presented by Hobie Kayaks, and we're going to be talking Hobie Kayaks and all kayaks tonight. Uh, let me tell you, the pedal drive system is changing the way you fish out of a kayak. Uh, a lot more about that tonight. Let me jump into introducing the rest of the room, because we've got a lot, of people. a lot of people in the room tonight, and I'm excited to have everybody here uh, on the casting couch tonight. We've got two big dudes from <laughs> South Jersey, side by side, uh, sitting next to each other. Uh, and let me introduce our special guest. Um, and this is a guy, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. I've known this guy for a lot of years, a lot of years. And we're going to talk a little bit about that story. But uh, join us tonight, in my opinion, one of the best kayak experts on the planet right now, Tom Michael, everybody. Tom, how you doing tonight? Good. Thank, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us. Thanks now, for having a kayak show. Oh, this is this is great. I mean, now let let me jump right into it before we introduce Dave. Wait, uh, yeah. And happy birthday. Thank you very much. Thank this you. Your birthday. I appreciate that. I turned 24 yesterday, <laughs> so feels good to be 24. Um, we've known each other for a lot, a lot, a lot of years, and uh, I I was working at Dick's Sporting Goods in the fishing department. When we were first met, let yep. everybody know a little bit about how we first met. Yeah, you uh, you were working in the lodge. My yep. wife worked in the sneaks and shoes department there, and yep. uh, I used to stop in see her at lunch. I worked up the street. Mike was always uh, stocking shells, putting this and that, so I would stop in and get what I need. What's the hot bait? I got parvin this week. What <laughs> should I use? Grab this one off the shelf. Try this. Try that. 
So I miss that you're not there no more because I yeah. get all the tips. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm not counted out. I've kept my connections there. If, the, if this tournament thing goes bad, I might end up back at Dick's. Nah, Who knows? <laughs> all right, we're going to talk more about stuff later. Let me let me finish introducing the room. Uh, you love him. You know him. We love him. He's the uh, focal point of the controversy of the show, week in and week out. Our, <laughs> our very own... Dave Brodzik, a.k.a. Fathead, a.k.a. Worf. Dave, how you doing tonight? All right, excellent. I mean, I, I can tell that um, that there's no bass personnel on this show because the show fits my schedule. You know? <laughs> Somehow, conveniently, those shows are always on like a Tuesday at yeah. 3. Yeah, you know? no, but we miss you on those shows. I hate the off-night shows yeah. because I, I'm, not, I'm not making your head big because your head's already big enough. Uh, you are an important part uh, of the show. Well, thank you. You're thank welcome. You. All right. Hey, real quick, because yeah. I have a note about it, but I want to jump right into it. Yeah. I noticed the, the shirt you have on, and I uh, know you went to a concert recently. You went to a Hate Breed concert. Oh, yeah. Give us a little give us yeah. a little in, intel on that. Yeah, sure. So this shirt is uh, Jamie Jasty. He's the lead singer of Hate Breed. Yeah. And um, it was an awesome concert, dude. It was up Where in was North Jersey at? at the Starland Ballroom. Okay. They were in Philadelphia the night before, but I couldn't get off. It was on a Friday. So we went up and saw them. It was a really good show. I mean, they were with Devil Driver. And uh, that that's an awesome. It's not for you those who don't know who Devil Driver is. It's not the uh, Devil Driver is a, a, a implement that Wiccans use to fend off demons. It, it's not necessarily <laughs> good so luck. Anyway. Good luck selling this one. Wow. <laughs> so anyhow, listen. So it was, my wife and I went. Uh, it was pretty cool. So Jamie Jasta has a podcast just like this. Yeah. And how you have all the fishing guys. He gets all the guys of heavy metal on it. It's a really good uh, show. That is a cool for show. For people listening who are interested in metal, you know, he's got. He interviewed Rob Flynn, Flynn from hey, uh, Machine Head. He had Brian Stan, MMA fighter. Ooh. But what was cool about going to that place, dude, like, I couldn't walk away from my wife to go to the bathroom yeah. like, without coming back. And it was North Jersey without, like, a, a TRI standing next to her trying to talk to her. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, wait, a what? A, a TRI. That's a testosterone-replaced Italian. And <laughs> 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 I've always gotten a kick out of it. I just stand there and watch and listen to what kind of shit they're selling her. You know, she's yeah. very nice, and she, you know, she's gregarious. And Now, how did Mel like it? Now, that's out of her element, but did she en- did she enjoy the concert? Listen, I think for anyone who's <laughs> never been to a metal concert, yeah. and if you point the things out to them, like like just one little stroke of the of the bass guitar, yeah. this is what it is, through yeah. the whole place. It's an experience. Right. No, she doesn't listen to this at all. Yeah, but she had a good know? time. Yeah, she had a good time. All right, time. now, please, after the show, tell Beck about this, because... You know, I want. I'd like to take her to a metal concert. Deftones. You, you Deftones. Love I'd love to take her to Deftones concert. She took me years ago. She took me to a Michael Bublé concert <laughs> in Richmond. And I'd like. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't like. You know, I don't. I don't listen to Mike Bublé, but I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. Does so. he have a restaurant too? Mike Bublé. Mike Bublé restaurant. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have any TRIs rubbed up on you? I, <laughs> nah, down there. I did. There's no TRIs. I did. None, none of that going on. <laughs> uh, let me finish introducing the room and uh, back in the booth. It's probably the most important part of the show. The one and only, the guy that pushes the buttons and makes the show happen. There he goes. Brian the Carpenter, a.k.a. Ding Dong. Hey, Say ding hi dong. to everybody, Brian. Hey, what's up? Uh, tell him about that new hat. Let, show everybody that. Tell him, that tell him what the deal is mm-hmm. with that. Now, are we going to have those available for sale? I have no clue. You have no clue? Becky? Sure. Okay. (laughs) There you go. All right. Maybe we'll find out more from this lady. Uh, Next to Brian the Carpenter manning the IMs tonight. The one, the only, the very beautiful, Rebecca Iconelli. Hi, Beck. How are you doing tonight? Uh, I'll man the IMs as soon as I can get them up. <laughs> as soon as you can get them up. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, just for fun, let's tell everybody about all these computers we have here. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, let's look at the computer. See this? Computer Central. You can't Central. even see the one behind my back. You're upskirting Becky, dude. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, so, Becca, I can't let you go before we say, what are you? who are you wearing tonight? Who's the designer? Um, anthropology? Maybe? Anthropology. I'm sorry. I'm not fancy tonight. Okay. I've been trying to pack a camper and okay. apparently not get IM up. Okay, that's all right. So, so right before we went, about half hour before we went live, one computer decided to do a, uh, a whole system upgrade that we can't stop. Wow. So we brought another computer. What's that one doing? Oh, no, it's up now. Oh, okay. But it's not as smart. It's not as smart as this one? Yeah, <laughs> so I stole that one. Okay. I, I don't know what's going on. All right, on. that's all right. Uh, all right, so eventually, let everybody know, uh, your communication's a key part of the show, Pete. It always is. And there are lots of ways to get a hold of us. We want to hear from you, your comments, your questions. Uh, you can hit us up on the IM once it's working. Uh, we're also going to have a toll-free 1888 number uh, up later in the show. We want to hear from you. Uh, but let's jump back to it. Pete, uh, tell me about the Upper Bay. Tell me about the flats. What's going on out there? The flats is, uh, man, it threw me a curve today. Okay. It, it challenged us out there today. But, uh, Does that mean you got outfished again? Uh, I did, did get outfished oh. by my student, but you know what? I I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I uh, I got outfished yesterday by a uh, 16-year-old bass fishing phenom. Wow. Um, John Hayes. Um, if you're watching, name. John and Ed, uh, we came out. They came out yesterday. Shout out to John Hayes. Yeah, for uh, for on-water training trip. 16-year-old kid. He could flip. He could he could make a pitch. From a from a real long distance in, in a manner that a, a lot of people have been fishing a long time can't do. Uh, wow. Got a great feel for fishing, great feel for detecting strikes. Yeah. That was a real treat. And um, maybe he was using real snot. Maybe he was using yeah. real snot. He didn't offer me any at the yeah. time. <laughs> but uh, but but today today was a little bit more challenging. We we yeah. caught him a, a lot better yesterday. Today the bluebird bluebird day high pressure. And we 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 were going after the grass bite. And you know how difficult that can yeah. be. But I tell you what I did see was just amazing is just the amount of bait and life that's on the flats, uh, just clouds of fry, millions of white perch wow. everywhere, just following your baits in and stuff. Yeah. Uh, giant groups of carp, like just hundreds and thousands of carp out there. Yeah. Uh, just just so full of life, and and we couldn't catch anything. That's that's crazy. <laughs> I I, I want to tag on to that and tell you that um, I was at a media event this week for Yamaha, and they decided to have it in Baltimore. Really? Out of Baltimore Harbor, right? So, you know, I, I don't really know anything down in that area. The Patapsco River. Yeah, I mean, all that stuff is is foreign to me, you mm-hmm. know? But the same thing, i got to tell you. So we had this media event, and they were short blocks where you'd go out with a, with a writer, <laughs> and they were hour and a half blocks. So coming out of Baltimore Harbor, it's like a 20 or 30 minute no wake just to get out of the harbor. So you couldn't really, I couldn't run up to any of my bass stuff. So I just stayed right there. Dude, loaded with life. Uh, white perch, stripers, uh, snapper blues, and here's the big one. You ready for this? Rays. No, Freaking okay. skates and rays everywhere. And dude, as vicious as a, as a largemouth. And I ended up landing three on a swim bait. But, you know, you'd be out there just throwing around, rolling that swim bait, and it just would just poof, just like a bass hit. And, dude, it was on. Dude, imagine reeling in uh, the hood of a Toyota Tundra. That's what it felt like. Were they that big? They, big they, were, were, they were huge. Yeah. They were big. They were, you know, giant. Giant. Wow, giant. that's, that's three, cool. Three, four foot long. 
Yeah. Uh, but, man, the bay is alive, even there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last trip, I decided to just stay in the harbor. I just dropped the trolling motor where we were going out of and fished around the aquarium and all the attractions right in downtown Baltimore and caught stripers and white perch and ventured. Here's, here's what you're going to love. I ventured into this canal in Baltimore, downtown Baltimore, and got into the very back of it and caught bluegill. Really? Freshwater hmm. fish in downtown Baltimore. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Why why is Chesapeake Bay so alive? What 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 is the deal? I mean, why is well, it like that? It's just a giant freshwater estuary. I mean, right. I mean that water coming down out of the, the Susquehanna River travels through three states mm. and delivers nutrients and uh it's got great grass growth and and a tons of bait. You know, the herring spawn this year was as big as I've mm-hmm. ever seen it. The shad spawn was huge. It's just been amazing. Did did you uh were you able at any de- time to get over to Aaron's dock and check that no, stuff? No, I out? never made it up there. No. I wanted to. I wanted yeah. to, but with the big idol I said we kinda stayed close and sure. stayed put and caught stripers, which were fun. Uh Chesapeake Bay, alive, an amazing place. Uh, let me. Uh, I want to jump into this. This is the kayak special, and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So I want to jump right into it, uh, if that's cool with everybody. And let me remind you before we do this, we also have three, three, not one, but three special guests joining us tonight, Pete. Awesome. Via phone and via Skype. Four. We've got uh, four. <laughs> Is my math off? <laughs> one in the room. One in the room. I am saying on. I said on the phone and Skype. I know there's one in the Pay room. Pay attention. <laughs> who's, uh, the other, who's the other guys? I'm just kidding. Uh, we have joining us uh, via phone or Skype. We have Ron Champion, mm-hmm. who's the recent champion of the Hobie Open, is going to be joining us. We have Chad Hoover with two O's joining us. The famous Chad Hoover talking about kayak fishing. And finally, after that, we've got Greg Hackney. Nice. The Hack Attack joining us to talk about his recent Bass Fest win. That's going to be some good stuff. I can't wait to talk to all of them. This is a packed show. Uh, but let's let, let's jump right into it. And, and I want to – let me start by, by telling everybody this. And this is like a big preface for me, is that uh, I still consider myself – don't – nobody gasp for air here. I still consider myself – A woman? A kayak virgin. <gasps> I still consider myself a kayak virgin. Uh, and I say that because, you know, look, here, here's the thing I want to get across everybody. Growing up in South Jersey, you learn to fish out of a small boat, right? Whether it's a John boat, a Coleman Crawdad, a canoe, a basic kayak, right? That's how you learn how to fish. If you're in South Jersey, that's part of who you are as an angler. Um but kayak fishing has advanced so much nowadays that I'm still very much a kayak virgin. So I'm excited in this show not only to give my experiences but to learn and to learn from guys like Tom who, who've been doing it for a long mm-hmm. time. Let me, let me start there. Let's start right there. When I met you, you were not a kayak angler. When I met you, you were more of a saltwater Salt, guy. Saltwater guy. I used to fish with my uncle and all. I did a lot of bass fishing when I was younger. Yeah. I had an uncle. My uncle house showed me a lot. Yeah. But uh, I did saltwater and uh, get a little closer. There here. you go. Perfect. I uh, did saltwater and loved it so much. Uh, took a lot of people fishing. And my father said, "You should take people out for charters." Yeah. You know. And next thing you know, he passed on. Got my license, and I got it for about eight, nine years in Brigantine. Yep. And I loved it. You know, I mean, I loved 
I love taking people out, and it's their day off, and you get on the water, and they can, when you you get that that satisfaction when you you're driving in and you see them all with smiles. Oh yeah, you got fish in the cooler. You know what I mean? They yeah, had you're a great making day. their day special. Their day special, and and people, you know, they could work all year to get a day like yeah. that. Yeah, and you're changing and you're, them stuff. I mean, you do yeah, that too, Pete, exactly. all the time. Yeah. There's Very nothing rewarding. better than taking the kids too. Mm-hmm. Right. I used to love getting the fathers coming out with all their the gear, and I would put the kids a special bucktail with the right color, you know, and yeah. watch the uh, young sons outfish their fathers. You know, yeah. I used to love doing that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, so. it's awesome. And I remember when I worked at Dick's, we were we always tried to put something together where I got out with you yeah. one time. Yep. Uh, and Especially it never, when you did the show. You started yeah. the show. We were going to do yep. City Limits. Do we were going to do AC. Uh, Atlantic City. Yep. Do City Limits out of AC. Yep. Now, uh, so flash forward, uh, tell us how this so what happened kayak there? thing happened. Yeah, what happened there is uh, I started working in a refinery in Philadelphia. And uh, once I got in there, I worked every other weekend. And there was a lot of areas I couldn't get into with the boat. Yeah. I used to get up on plane and skim over six inches of water with a 20-foot skiff you know and and i used to always want to get back to these spots so when i started you know working every other weekend i lost a lot of buddies i was at work i was off during the week i wind up just i looked at the kayaks i looked at the hobie first i got in one i test rided it and boom i was done right i bought one of them and i started sneaking to all those spots i couldn't get to yeah and little i know you know you could go over flats so deep get back there and you find 15 20 foot holes back there yeah and fish are just locked up in there you well, know what i mean is that on delaware river this is back in all the back bays in south jersey oh okay so. yeah now, that's amazing now that, here's the thing that's awesome too tom and i i i don't want to make you self-conscious but you're not the typical <clears throat> kayak angler right uh well i always say i'm not a kayaker Everybody says, I didn't know you were a kayaker. I said, I'm not. I'm a fisherman who uses a kayak. <laughs> right. <laughs> I said, but, you know, it comes with the territory. If you're in a kayak, you're a kayak fisherman. Yeah. You're a kayaker. But yeah. once I got into it, I like I said, I started using it, like you said, to the ponds. Right. There were so many places we could go in Jersey, and that re-kicked up my uh, freshwater again. Yeah. And I started having fun with it. That's when I chat one of Chad's first events, Sandy Cooper. I went down there in Sandy Cooper, the first event Chad had, like a big tournament. It did well. Got a top 20 down there, and I thought, you know what? This is fun. I could do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. And I, I, I want to get back to right away because, you know, and again, being uh, somewhat of a kayak virgin, the thing I love about kayak fishing in general is what you hit on, Tom, which is accessibility. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is a huge advantage. I mean, that, that to me is like... One of my top fives on why fish out of a kayak is that accessibility factor. Yep. Dude, think of all, Dave, think of all the places growing up. Even with a crawl dad that we had trouble getting into, yeah. that with a kayak, I mean, it opens up so many places. You know, Tom, what you did in the back bays and the yeah. salt, but in fresh, holy shit, dude, can you imagine the places we could have got to years ago as a, you know, yeah. early in our career with a kayak mm-hmm. that we can't get to? It's incredible. It definitely gives you accessibility. And, and the the other cool thing I, I think is great about kayak fishing is the accessibility of an angler to get into the sport of fishing. Right. That, you know, like, for instance, we, we've been suffering with this in our sport, right? We uh, we teach kids how to fish out of the back of a bass boat, um, $60,000, $70,000 bass boat. Yeah. And um, 
you know, they, then they go to college, they come out. It's years before they can afford oh most guys God, yeah. to, to get back out on that water. But kayak is bridging that gap. Kayak fishing is allowing these kids from high school, college, young young people to to get into to, to the sport we all love. It's amazing. It's it's true. I mean, I, I can tell you, you know, as far as growing the sport, I'm, I'm, I'm always big in talking in terms of growing the sport. Um that is a huge, huge benefit of growing the sport, it's, getting new people involved. It's one of the things. How many people do we know here in Jersey? we got some great bank fishermen. Yep. I mean, we got guys, look at Rod Father. Look at, you can go through all these different people that fish around it, our local area. Yeah. I know a lot of guys that just walk the lakes, you know, and, and you know, and just, they kill it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that's what I said. There's a lot of, some of the best fishermen can get a chance Put some money together, get a kayak, and they can throw their hand in the ring and see what happens. Yeah. That's all I did. Yeah. I said, you know what? I just was curious to see how I would make out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Believe me, I'm no, like Mike said, he's a virgin. I'm no authority on it. Been doing it for, like, 2009. I got into kayak and been doing it. But, like, guys like Chad and there's Jim Sammons and there's Isaac up with the Pacific Warriors. There's guys have been doing this stuff and leaps and bounds over yeah, you know my my time doing it, you know. But I I like the fact that we're bringing in a little bit. You did it here in Jersey, and I'm doing it to all the guys. When I see the lakes and I swing by and see it, I can't tell you how many times I come out, I ride up on the bank. Somebody comes up to the kayak. Wow, I never seen one like that. Yeah. <laughs> I go get in. No, no, and I give them a little basics and push them off and let them pedal around. Yeah. And they're like little kids. It was like you, your first oh, dude, day. I love The that. first day I pushed him off over here. We're in January, freezing our ass off out yeah. right here. I put him out in a kayak. He's like a little kid with new sneakers. <laughs> oh, uh, he's running it, down. <laughs> it, it was awesome. I mean, I, it, it's true. It's like, you know, it was cold. Yep. Uh, but but I tell you, from being in a very basic kayak to getting in a Hobie with that pedal drive, dude, it basi- it, it'd be like, you know, it'd be like driving like a... Um, you know, like a little tiny electric car. So explain to people, like, what the Hobie kayaks? Don't you don't need a paddle? It's got a foot. Like no, a no, pa- no paddle, no paddle. On you know, on a lot of the models, especially the you know, we're out in the PAs. Uh, you know, the they have PA, a pedal drive yeah, system. The PAs, the Outbacks, the Outbacks the yep. They all have a pedal driven system, and you just, you just. Yeah, pedal. and and the biggest. You got steering. You got a rudder. You have your steering yep. to it. You know, so that's why I always said that was my first choice because. I don't want to paddle. I want to yep. fish. Now, of so, course, you right? could you could paddle. You can paddle if you get into like Mike says. Some areas aren't accessible. You pop your pedals out. You can paddle into them. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yep. What? The, the, speaking of that, and because I I'm I'm a virgin like you on kayaks. I see a lot of people doing it, but I I noticed that there's what is the draft with paddling? I mean, uh, I I watch guys pedaling those, and I'm like, wow, shouldn't they be running aground in that shallow water? Nah, but they stick down, and you can, sometimes you'll get to learn how to do the pedals. You can, I call it butterflying. Uh, you yep. can have the pedals just going like this. Ah, you okay. can just short stroke it, and you can get over, you see a bar, and you have to get over it, or a log. You just bring your pedals up, and you just butterfly over top of them. If not, you can just gra- always grab the paddle or push pole right. and get over there. Now, are the okay. seats real comfortable? Like, uh, I'm thinking the, my back would be hurting the whole day. Oh, dude, they're, there. Like, they're, explain that. Are, How's it work? Yeah, I mean, the, I, I can tell you the seat in it, you know, I feel like uh, you could be in a bass boat. You know what I mean? Like it's the captain's that comfortable. chair on a bass boat on the back deck. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And yeah. here's the great thing about it. And even for a big dude like you, Dave, uh, the 12 or the 14, which is or the two that I'm using, you could stand on it. 
And, and in my opinion, it's as stable or more stable than like fishing out of a Coleman crawl deck. Seriously, yeah. it's that stable. Yeah. So you know you can you know you get up to a brush pile, you could actually elevate, flip into that brush pile. You're not restricted to be down in the seat, which is an amazing thing about about that particular kayak. You know, so that's a huge advantage, dude. You know, when you could stand up. You could sight fish or, you know. some of it, like, I got mine rigged up, and I see, you put a power pole, they got the power pole micro on micro, the back. Micro, right on the back. You got the remote right on your chest, or you can put it on a chair or whatever. You can go up to, a, you're working a brush, you can just quietly ease up, hit your power pole, spike in, sit there, and you can flip that brush right there in yeah. front of you. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, how, what's the range on, on the kayak power poles? How far down do they go? They go about almost eight, nine feet. Wow. Pretty crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Pretty crazy. Now, for, for anybody here in Jersey, that's plenty. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's as deep saw, as like the water here. I a picture here. of like a fully rigged kayak. I don't even know what one would look like. Oh, dude. Know? They're they're, they're crazy. And, and what we're going to do, this is a good time to talk about it. Uh, for those of you watching tonight, we launched a contest. Brian DeCarpenter, correct me if I'm wrong. We launched a contest. Oh, wow. And we want to see a picture of your kayak. Uh, you know, especially these tricked out kayaks. And if you're watching tonight, uh, you can send us a picture via social media. Uh, it's at Ike Live Show, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And all you have to do, Pete, is send the picture of your kayak and use hashtag Watch Ike Live. And if you look, we've got a bunch of amazing prizes tonight. We've got hats. We've got thermoses. Uh, we've got the H-Crate system from Hobie. Show, show that, Mike. I will show. This is, and this thing's awesome. Uh, this is a storage uh, storage unit that fits right on your Hobie kayak, straps right in. Uh, we've got a book tonight. Uh, uh, Hobie book, Masters of Water, Wind, and Waves. Pete called dibs on that. Uh, Pete <laughs> might take that. Uh, He's the only guy to reach books in the room anyway. <laughs> we've got fact. some great, we've got some great swag tonight. So please, uh, if you want to enter this contest, and so we're going to be giving away all this stuff, send your photo in hashtag Watch Ike Live, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Ike Live Show for your chance to win. How are we doing on uh, IMs, by the way? Uh, still working on trying to get whatever's broken fixed. Okay. Yeah. So Tom showed so me his kayak. Pete, it's amazing. Have you seen a full one? Oh, they're tricked one? out. Yes. Dude, it's got wheels on the bottom that retract, and it's, it's got the, the pole. I mean, it, it, I, that that's thing, it. <laughs> I saw about 10 of those today. Uh, out, out on the bay? Out on the upper Chesapeake. Yeah, they had a they had they happened to have a kayak ter- derby going on today. Wow! While I was fishing around them, and and I was I took a lot of time just to watch them. Yeah. Uh, because I knew what we were going to be talking about tonight, and, and you know I, I'm I'm kind of new to what's going on with it, and I'm trying to assess the advantages and some of the the trouble spots that I would have in it, and and uh, it it was amazing to watch these guys operate. Um, and and work cover like you said with the uh, with the mini power pole mm-hmm. and be able to anchor themselves, be able to you know fish the habitat really really well. Um, but I found it a serious problem with kayak anglers is they <laughs> they have they haven't learned how to lie yet. Uh, <laughs> there's 
<laughs> these guys are way too social, man. Yeah. They're like, they're like, dude, I, I caught five on like you know a, a jerk minnow in, in the you know blue yep. glimmer color, you know. I, and meanwhile, you know me me and my guy are like hiding the baits mm-hmm. that it's, we're using it's as starting we go to by. get to that point though with tournaments now. It's yeah. starting to get you know yeah. bigger value and money. Tournaments they, are involved now and stuff like that. And I, I could see that, but I can I tell you, I met a, a bunch of groups of these guys, and they are the most social, most friendly give the shirt off their back kind of guys i found that uh, out. i think that's really cool i'm a part member with the south jersey kayak bass act uh, yes here in south jersey and when we started at club it, it was everybody helped each other you know what i mean that's how it was and that's one thing in the kayak industry you know they we got all these tournaments and the friendships you make. Ron Champion. I met Ron 2010 tonight, you know. And when you go to the tournaments, you go to Kentucky. Now I go to Kentucky. All the buddies, it's like my home away from home down yeah. there. Yeah. So you might have come across a cool. like a Mormon awesome. kayak bass tournament. Though, <laughs> I've never found any friendly ones like that that are sharing the <laughs> cool. world. With, you know? What's the weight restrictions on something like that? Like, what's the base weight restriction? 600 pounds, is thing. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. See, you could fit in a kayak, Dave. I, every time I, because I only, I guess I looked at the crappy ones like at Dick's, they're like 240. I'm like, well, if I diet and run and don't bring any tackle, <laughs> I might be able to get in this thing by spring. <laughs> like, girls look at clothes they can get into. I'm like, I'll get in that kayak. <laughs> if I could give a quick shout out, too, we we're talking about tournaments since we're on there. I just want to let a couple people know um, next week you got Border City Classic. A qualifying event for the Hobie Worlds. It's uh that's up in Canada, and it's got they're going to have one member from Canada, one member from United States. That's up in Windsor. If everybody wants to see, they can go online, see Border Ooh. City Classic, and they can see what that's all about. And uh, they run a good tournament. They've been bugging me for years to get up there. Yeah. I'm hoping my work schedule works out and I can't yeah. do it. And um, also. Who were a big help when we did our demo was Sterling Harbor Bait and Tackle. Okay. They have a shop down in Wildwood, and they also have a place uh, up on Fry's Mill Road here. The old, yep. the old Lose. Oh, yeah. Old, Lose old place. That's, Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Lose old place. The sportsman's outcrop. Yep. <laughs> outcrop. <laughs> that's the old Wilson stopping ground. Before you go to Wilson, you always stop in that's there. That's right. Yeah. And my sponsor, Fanatics, is in Ocean City. You go to any one of these shops, they'll be happy to let you demo one, take it out on the water, check yeah. it out. You know, they they all they all work well together and they do a great job for the area. You know, and, yeah. uh, the, the boys at Fanatics are great guys. We awesome we, we go guys. down to Ocean City in in May most years and they they hook us up with blue fishing. Yep. What's going on in the blue fishing world and help me and Jake go out there and catch yep. some. Bill Wiggins, he does a great job. All all the guys that work there fish. So when yeah. you go in there, it's I don't get out if I stop in there all the time. It's two hours by the time I'm out of there. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a question for you. As a kayak angler, like you're t- you you went to Santee Cooper. That's giant. I in my bass boat, I'm intimidated by Santee Cooper. Or, or do you do you get intimidated by trying to tackle a body of that size out of a kayak? Well, the last somebody even Kentucky Lake, Kentucky Lake's huge. Santee Cooper, yeah. a lot of these big tournaments now are fishing big water, so you got to have a good game plan. That's one thing that's different from boat angling. You could give up on a spot and fly somewhere where we can't fly there pedaling. So you have to do your homework, have to have a good game plan, and try to hit a couple multiple areas. You know, you try to find an area that has multiple things that look good. You know what I mean? That way if plan A don't work... You're yeah. only a half a that, mile from Plan B. That's and a, a half big mile. difference, yep. in, right. right? In in professional bass fishing from a bass boat and professional 
kayak fishing or kayak tournament fishing is the fact that you can launch where, you know, you have to look at a lake and you can launch wherever you want. You know what I mean? So you're not going out of a central location. So, you know, what Tom was saying is that that prep work is even more important, right? Because you're, you know, yeah, you're doing map study, you're doing historical research, you're looking at Navionics, you know, and you're trying to pick an area that during the course of the day, if you need to change or you need to, to switch it up, you can get there. You know what I mean? Oh, are, are, do you, are, are you allowed to take out? Yeah. And we launch? can pick up. We, have a, we usually check in, and we have an iAngler app that we do everything on, or the Tourney X. Those two apps for a lot of the tournaments, it's a photo catch, photo, release. Yeah. So once we catch the fish, we take a photo, put it on the board, I saw measure that. it up. I saw that today. And then they do all your calling for you. And it works out great that yep. way. And That's then people cool. at home, yeah. they keep it online. Your family and friends can watch at home where, where you sit, where you are at the standings, you know. Yeah, you and can watch live. Real time. That's and pretty then amazing. And they usually cut it off like an hour or two before the end wow. to get the drama. Build a little suspense. Yeah, <laughs> get the I'm drama getting a going. kayak, dude. Yeah, you need to get a kayak, Dave. <laughs> hook me up with Hobie. I'm not we know, to pay we full know freight. people. We know people <laughs> yeah, that can hook you up. Not trying to pay full freight. Let me, let me, uh, I want to switch topics a little bit, Tom, and, I, and I, I, this is a real basic question I get a lot, and I want to hear it from you, because again, you don't fit the typical mold of a kayak angler. Why? What I'm, makes I'm too big? No, you're from Jersey. No, you're, nah. no. <laughs> no. It looks like it looks like the original Sopranos crew. Yeah. Nice manicure. He's got a strong you're mustache. You're gonna burn somebody. I don't know if the mustache Forget comes about over it. strong, but it's a good mustache. Nice hair. Why kayak fishing? What to to you? I want to hear in your words. What makes it special? Because you're a guy that's bank fished and fished out of a big saltwater boat. Yeah. You've done it all. What makes kayak fishing so special? It's just a challenge. It's another challenge. You know what I mean? Yep. Sometimes you get to a point and you're like, let me try this. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like I said, uh, putting a game plan. I like the prep work. Yeah. If you enjoy The puzzle. It, yeah, you like the it's pre-puzzle. The puzzle. Exactly. Yeah. You, you're doing your map study. You do all that stuff. And when it all comes together, it's a sweet thing. You know what yeah. I mean? But um, like this year, one of the things I didn't do this year is fish enough. You right. You know what I mean? you got to get it out that. there. Use mm-hmm. no. Practice. Practice and having that, that attitude that, you know what I mean? you yeah. got to have that thing and feeling good about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes if you don't have that regimen going like that, yeah. that'll eat up on you. Right. You know I mean? Yeah. Especially now. The tournaments, and maybe with your help, I've been trying to get them to come north. All the tournaments are south. I put I got a new truck put thirty six thousand miles on it already. Yeah. I know I can I know what yours probably got three hundred already, but it's it's when you're working yeah and then you're trying to get that grind to back and forth to do all these major tournaments. Yeah. It'd be nice to bring something up. I keep telling every all the yeah. the clubs. You got KBF, KBS, Hobie's events. It'd be nice to get something up on the Northeast because we got the people. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The people. I'm into that. I'd like to lobby for that because uh sooner or later, you know, and again I, I, I'm somewhat of a kayak virgin, but sooner or later, I want to enter a kayak tournament, Pete. You know what I mean? I seriously do. I, I want to get into this, and I'm going to do it the hard way. You know what I mean? I don't want nobody to show me. I don't want nobody. I want to work my way up and compete with these guys and, and, and try to do well myself. You know what I mean? So I'd love to have a tournament up here, maybe right here on Palatine Lake, and then we make it easy. Do, do you think uh, as a kayak angler, like, is it? easier to get a big bag out of a kayak or is it harder to get a big bag out of a kayak great question that's tough yeah i'll tell you i was on kentucky lake i was 
right there with the boats. And some of these boat guys can come in, and they're dialed in. One thing I do miss, like you said, you can stand up. But when you're sitting, stand up on a foot-and-a-half, two-foot chop out in the middle of Kentucky yeah. Lake, and you're trying to get a deep-diving plug all the way down there. Right. You know what I mean? Challenging. It's a little more challenging where... On a yeah. on a platform yeah. on a bass boat, you, you just unsold me the kayak. Yeah. But, <laughs> but your but your advantage is that you can access some more stealth, like right. your your the fish are less aware, mm-hmm. so you probably can get access to some bigger fish from because of that advantage during the spawn time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our tournaments have been yeah. have been getting held around spawning time. Like you go down March and stuff like that. Yeah. Then big fish are spawning down in March down south. Yeah. Spring, spring and fall. Spring is, spring is a great spring time. Spring and fall. For there's definite tournaments. advantages to the kayak because yep. mm-hmm. when they get back shallow, mm-hmm. for sure. Brian and Carpenter, what do you got? Um, well, I'm just sitting here chilling out, listening, learning. Oh, okay. Um, if I had a question about kayak fishing, here's the one thing that I don't I don't, I don't really understand. To me, a kayak gives you the uh, Gives you the advantage over a bass boat and getting to the skinny water, getting to the places a bass boat could, can't get to. So why Kentucky Lake? Why, you know, why, are, why, why are the big bodies of water that are already getting pounded by by the bass boats? Why not the the the, the, the bodies of water that are just a little bit smaller? There, there's got to be more than Kentucky Lake out there. Uh, that's the only thing that's that, a good that question. I, I would think that all those other bodies of water that you you know that that are half the size of that. Are, and, and aren't getting as pressured that that, right. that you'd see the kayak tournaments showing up there. That's the one thing that and and Chad Hoover um, when he comes on, I think he's listening. I, that's something that that's a question. I, I'd it's a like. great question. Yeah. I like. I tell you what, I do like the bigger bodies because, like our club, our Jersey lakes are only so big. Mm-hmm. You're you know, we had to put a cap. I mean, yeah, we had to put a cap on our club because we go to some of these lakes and the parking lot's full and. We, we got called the effing kayakers are here again. You know, what I mean? <laughs> they're blocking rock uh, ramp blockers. Yeah. We got called all kind of names <laughs> in the beginning, but it's the truth. We go to a lot of these venues. There may be a couple good key areas. If you got 20 guys fishing that tournament on a small body of water, yeah, it's everything's getting hit right so much. Yeah, you know what I mean. So with a nice body of water, especially like Kentucky Lakes, Andy Cooper's, you can kind of pick your own piece of the puzzle somewhere. Be away from everyone. Have it to yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and yeah, there, there, it to death. There's something cool Makes to that, sense. though, to not seeing another competitor in your event all day. day. Like, that's yeah. unheard of right now mm-hmm. in, in bass tournaments. You're going to see somebody. Sure. But in a kayak event, you could potentially be by yourself the entire day. That's freaking amazing. Well, Ron Champion will be on. Ron drove two hours away fishing Kentucky. Wow. He went to Tennessee. How about that? He had more active fish down there. It was a, it wow. was a chance he took, and it paid yeah. off for him. And, we're, we're gonna and he t- could tell you. He could yeah, tell we're going to talk to him about that. We're going to corner him about his strategy. But let me let me corner you. You're a champion as well. You're not Ron Champion, but you're a champion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you won the Hobie Open. Tell us what, what tournament you won, what Open you won, and, and how you won it. Tell us a little bit about that win. Uh, I'll start. Uh, Hobie, I won the first year we had the Hobie Bass Open. The year prior, we have a big saltwater tournament in Jamaica Bay, New York. Oh, yeah. So I qualified out there, and I got to go to Hobie Worlds in Amsterdam. So getting a taste of going to Hobie Worlds, and I was fortunate there. I think it was ninth or 10th catching Little Brim. Yeah. And I, I thought, they're like little crappie. What yeah. Mean? But going there, that's like their bass masters down there in Australia. You yeah. Know what I mean, getting a taste of that, I wanted to go back to the Worlds. You know what I mean? So, um. AJ does a good job with the Bass Open down in Kentucky. 
when they were putting it together, he gave us a little heads up looking for support. I just went down there because he was a, we all traveled together. Went down to by by no means that I think I was going to win the thing, you know. Yeah. But I did, like I said, did my prep work, did all the homework, went down, won the first year, that qualified me to go to Amsterdam the following. What year. was Amsterdam like? Are you married? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there goes how, how are the pot brownies? <laughs> yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it an open marriage or something? You're talking about Amsterdam, not we had, I gotta say, the guys Hobie Holland and a couple. One of the guys texted me today. He was going to stay up to to watch this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the guys in Hobie Holland. That's part of the Hobie Holland. Shout out to Hobie Holland. Hobie Holland. Wearing your wooden shoes. Shout <laughs> out to you guys. Holland's cousin. But these guys out there, it's good when you go to these Hobie worlds. You meet all these guys from. Whole other country. Yeah. And, and, and you're doing the same thing you do. Yeah. And the Hobie World, just to let everybody know, the Hobie Worlds are the equivalent of the world championship of kayak fishing, right? And it, it, and it's kayak anglers from all over the world, not just that qualify. the United yeah. States. That qualify. They use, we have, I think, five, six qualifying events here in the United States. I said the Canada ones, wow. and they have an IFA redfish that are left to qualify. And then this year, the Hobie Worlds are going to be down in Louisiana. They'll be fishing for redfish, flounder, and speckled trout. Wow! So now, now see that—that's the other thing that I that I'm attracted to about kayak fishing. It's not species specific. Yeah. Like you know, the mm-hmm. world changes species yep. year to year. They just—that's exciting. Last year man. was it China? That's interesting. Yeah, last year was it China. One that year was... they had it in Texas. They were you know they did bass fishing in Texas. No coangles. Two years was in Amsterdam. I mean uh, <laughs> Australia. So yeah. it's good. And each year. We're getting more and more countries involved. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So, yep. there's, and there's all these little qualifying events for all these, you know. So, everybody's yeah. getting there now, qualifying to get in, you yeah. know. So you got to win it to get in it. It's pretty know? awesome. Right. Yeah. I, I I aspire to fish that one day. Seriously. Wouldn't that be that'd awesome? Be, that'd be so cool. Yeah. And let everybody know, uh, I know this is a little early, and Becky might get mad at me. I don't care. Uh, to no. let you know, I will be at... The Hobie Worlds this year. Uh, not as an angler, but I'll be hanging out, uh, getting to meet people and talk to people, hopefully helping with uh, with the weighing procedures a little bit. Where the, was it at this year? Uh, this year it's Hackney. in Hackney Land. That's right. <laughs> Louisiana. Greg Hackney Land, yes. So I will be there, but not fishing this year. So okay. very excited about that. Uh, I know we already talked about this, but I, I want to talk about it more. And Brian DeCarpenter, do me a favor if you can. As we're talking about this, if you can, can you pull up a picture of some really tricked out kayaks for us as we're talking about this? A Okey big, a, a big thing that that I get all the time is it's it's almost like part of the culture of kayaking is tricking that thing out, and I can relate to it because again, I a lot of this stuff now is, is when I'm going back to our childhood, growing up in Runnymede at our first bass club, and we we bought these Coleman crawl dads, and they're polyurethane and they were shell of a boat. And we would go at great lengths to trick these things out with decks and trolling motors. And, but kayak fishing is taking us to the whole another level. We mentioned the micro, the power pole micro. Tell us some other stuff, Tom, about uh, how guys got, are tricking these some damn guys things out. Are, I tell you, one of the biggest is Yak Attack. You know, I mean, I mean, they're putting out some products now, and they make all kind of stuff. You got black boxes, you got mounts, ram mounts. You know, you have the ram mounts for your boats. Oh, yeah. Now they're coming up, and you can really trick them out so much, you know. And uh, 
and even Hobie this year. They got the new A-Trail system. A-Trail system's awesome. With this A-Trail system, you don't have to drill no more. Yeah. You know, before, you always had to mount and drill holes. Who wants to drill a hole in your, you know? So now you could just buy the clamps, hook it to the A-Trails, plug in your stuff. Everything's pre-drilled. You pull your wires through. You put your transducer. Boom. You're what done. What kind of batteries are you guys bringing out on them things? Little, little seven amp. Yeah, little 7-amp batteries. Yeah. Some guys, depending on how big your electronics are, some guys will put a little bigger electronic. It depends how much weight you want to carry. Have you seen anyone with like a 12-inch? Oh, I got, I've seen guys with double TV screens like it's a bass <laughs> boat. You know I mean? Dude, it's awesome, <laughs> dude. It's like... I'm telling you, any advantage, you're going to put it on. Dude, it, be this guy, dude. It's unbelievable. It's like, the, it's like what's that MTV show? Is it Pimp My Ride? Pimp My Ride, yeah. yeah. It's like the Pimp My Ride of kayaks, yeah. dude. I love seeing it because, you know, I, I'll look through and I'll see posts through... Uh, my social stuff, or Ike Live's social, social page, and Brian's showing a couple now, and and dude, these guys are—it's unbelievable. What do you what think Stockholm's kayak would look like? Like a makeshift raft that the guy used on Castaway? I like, think Brian, you know, <laughs> definitely. Brian's kayak would definitely have a uh, area for his work boots yeah. that he put on there, uh, a wooden paddle that paddle he could use. To it'd be like a caution, right no wake sign for like the one side, so he could stand up, you know, and like a <laughs> like a <laughs> at a spot for his beer too. Yeah. You can't forget that. Uh, I, I mean, but electronics. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, Jamaica Bay tournament, we get 330 anglers for that saltwater tournament. Wow. We camp out for four days. A lot of guys just walk around checking everybody's kayaks. See what they're ideas. doing. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of unique. It's like a whole community there. Interesting. A shout out to Jerry. Jerry Collins puts that out. He, he he kills it with that tournament every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you get 330 kayaks out there saltwater fishing for four days, that's a sight to behold. Everybody taking off. Just right. So but, what, what's the big bass kayak event in our country? Well, you got you got the Hobie Bass Open, but Chad Chad last this past spring had a Bass Championship. The KBF had a, a Bass Championship. And when he comes on, he can talk more about that. Okay. But this year, that was the highest payday that we had for bass fishing. And what, and was, what that? was that? Winner got two, thirty-two thousand seven hundred. Wow, thirty-two thousand for a kayak tournament. Mm-hmm. That well, that's a lot of money, but it, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of money. That's great, but it. It brings up a serious question in my mind when you start talking about money like that. Mm-hmm. And you guys are taking pictures Ooh. and trusting each other yes. with apps. Come at me, Pete. Come at you me. Know, Keep coming. <laughs> Keep coming, Pete. Well, ha- ha- how are we handling the cheating well, they have, in, in these tournaments? They have a, they'll give you a bracelet the night before. You'll go to your captain's meeting, and they usually give you something to wear that has to be in that photo. So right. if... You can't have pictures on your phone and enter them from, like, last year right. or whatever. You know what I mean? So you'll have that unique identifier, the fish in the picture, that, and it's time-stamped. They can look back and see when it was taken. It's time-stamped right. and stuff like that. I mean, like you said, Pete, you're always going to get some guys that are going to do something. Now, you know now, what I mean? Now, are they polygraphing? They are. Okay. They can do that, too. Okay. So, okay. so in, your, in your professional opinion, is, is there a way to cheat? Is it foolproof? No, I mean, is anything foolproof? Look at even in a couple of these guys keeping bass in some of the bass tournaments and barrels right. and stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're always going to have somebody who's going to try something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ha- I'm not you- going to say it's foolproof, but I think they do a great job with it. And I think with the apps, the apps lately are, are working well, you know? Yeah. Have, has there been any uh, – had you caught anybody? Yeah, they Well, they just recently uh, caught a guy cutting his board down. And he had, ah, I read that. Ah. And he had. He took four inches out of the board. He had. He took two inches out of one board and four inches out of another board. 
Wow. He caught one fish and took a picture on three different boards. Wow. Uh, but they caught him. Wow. Someone, okay. so, someone laid now, it see, all out, did the measurements yeah. and everything, and saw what wow. he was doing. Dude, he money shunned, make, money makes people crazy. Now, like man. you said, our community and the kayak community... I heard he was locked down. He's blackballed. He was locked down, hiding. People were looking now, for him. Now, see, like, here's the... Down south, you don't want to pull that. I heard he just won the international canoe uh, championship, that guy, no? <laughs> now, here's the funny thing about chopping the board down. Uh, our very own Pete Glusick does the opposite. He makes the board longer, but he's that's when he's measuring his penis. So he's trying to make his penis bigger than it really is. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, we have to do what we have to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I act, I think. What's the matter with you over there? I don't know. I got uh, flustered. Okay. Anybody, any fines? <laughs> oh, yeah. They. I mean, they just uh, hollering. The dogs cussing them out. Yeah. I mean, this, that particular guy paid back some of the money, and they went back and looked at past tournaments that he had local tournaments he had won. He, he, I heard he was paying money back. Wow. Really? So, you ever find yourself like racing to a spot against another guy, kicking the pedals, like racing to a spot? Oh yeah, everybody will fight to get to somewhere. <laughs> How about that? It's funny. Our local tournaments on these little lakes, everybody wants to be at one spot. Yeah. It's like a wake. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta tie shoelaces around your opponent's <laughs> pedals so they can't go as wide, you know. <laughs> what, what about you're out there, you're hustling to get to your spot, and Brosnick comes in and he cuts you right off. What do you do, dude? I had a 45 minute paddle on Kentucky Lake just to watch two bass boats at the last minute. Oh, oh. oh. grab the spot. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh my God! So you know how that goes. You're like a Toyota, uh, uh, Toyota wrap with shark yep. teeth on the front. Yeah. And you know what made yeah. it even worse? One of them was Seth Fighter, and the other one was Dave fucking Lefevre. Yeah. Oh, bastards! Uh, <laughs> be a lot of editing, Mike. Yeah, I know a lot of it. The one thing I, I want to talk about—stop <laughs> that. Uh, the one thing I want to talk about—you uh, know, this whole tournament movement, I think, is is helping elevate the sport. Do you predict this live thing that you're seeing now? With Bassmaster Live and the content, the ability of cameras to capture stuff, will that be a part of kayak tournament fishing eventually, do you think? Well, I know KBS and, and even Chad, when you go to the weigh-ins, they usually post your, your photos of your fisher up there. Yeah. At, at some of the events, I mean, we're not going to build naturally yet. That's what I say, yet. But well, I can't, when you won in Philadelphia, the crowd that was there and everybody... but. If that crowd was there earlier and you have photos of your fish coming in and they're yeah. watching the leaderboard as it's going on, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're trying they're trying to keep that drama part of yeah. it, you know what I mean? And yeah, I, I think it will. I, I could see it. I could mm-hmm. see the live element really playing in. But from a content perspective, dude, kayak fishing and filming what's happening is amazing. Like, you, it's you know, tailor-made for it. Dude, it's tailor-made. A lot yeah. of the great content that I'm seeing on YouTube now... Our guys kayak fishing. Mm-hmm. Give you guys watching tonight a little uh, <laughs> little heads up. A lot of the going Ike shows that we're going to film this year will be filmed in a, in a Hobie kayak. Uh, it's just it, it's awesome, you know, to see that because you're you're watching this stuff at the ground level. We got to get him up to tickle. He said he's got some extra. Oh, d- oh, dude, it'd be amazing yep. at the tickle. But y- you know the way that these ca- you can mount these cameras. Yeah, you can mount these for today. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. So well, I have uh, a question for I have a question for you, Tom. 
your tackle? Uh, is your gear different than it would be on a bass boat? It's a great height question. And length? It's a great question. Now, a lot of people, uh, I'm trying to work on that. I like to bring stuff with me. Yeah. And sometimes my kayak weighs too much. Guys will want to pop your wheels in for you so you can roll it back to the truck. They go to lift it, and they're like, oh, Jesus Christ, they get a hernia <laughs> out of it. You know? I take a little bit too much tackle, but some guys, if you really do that prep work and that timing, you can have what's working for you and just take what you need. Right. But you're always going to – You, I, I don't like that feeling when you're on the water and something's working yeah. and you need to change. What, what's the I guess average? what I meant, Mike, I'm sorry. I guess yeah. what I meant was like if you're trying to flip a bush, right? right. Are you using a shorter rod because you're closer to the water to get no, in or are I, you still I'm using, using a 7-6 rod? Like, no, yeah. I'm using the same bass tackle I've got. I just like to at least have a six and a half, seven foot rod that I can work a fish around the tip of the kayak. Okay. All I right. got a 14 footer. You know, I mean, 14 foot. You need PA. a cane pole for that. No, nah, I get six and eight. I can reach around yeah. and bring a bass I, I, around. I can tell you. Let me jump in real quick, Dave, and tell you that my limited kayak experience. And again, this is not tournament fishing, right? This is fun fishing. Um, I have modified my tackle a little bit. And dude, the long, a long spinning rod with braid on it. And again, I'm, I'm speaking about fun fishing, having a good time. Dude, is the deal, you know? And and we make a, a seven six. Uh, Abu Garcia Ike series rod that's like a medium close almost close to medium heavy but a medium rod um, dude it's the deal because I'll put 10 or 15 pound braid on it I could put a floor leader on it or whatever and the leverage is real key especially when you're sitting down you know the, the like leverage the, the three the 3500 series size reels I'm like using a little bit bigger reel right yeah. so instead of using a 20 or, yeah. or a 2000 I go to a 30 or a 3000 you know okay. in, in Abu it's a it's a 30 that I use uh but, dude, that braid is the deal, too, because, you know, you're making a long cast, you're low to the water, and a lot of it's leverage, you know, and I've, yeah. I found that that's, dude, that is the, that's a great set. I found it was really tough to frog fish out of one, out of your crappy little ones out here on the lake. Right. It can be tough to frog yeah, fish yeah. out of one. Definitely. And if, it's, and if the wind's blowing. Yep. And you're trying to cast. Yep. And, so, and grab the oar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's got the pedals. That's what I'm saying. I can't wait to try them pedals. Oh, yeah. With the oar? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's the deal. In the head with it. Now, now tackle-wise, to, to flip on the other side of what Dave was saying, what's the average? And not necessarily a tournament, but just your average day in a kayak. Number of rods and reels, what are you taking? You taking three, four? Yeah, majority of the time I'm going to use three, three, four rods. Right. I may take six with me because... I got six rod tubes on the PA to hold them. Right. So. Well, that yeah. picture you showed me, that thing looked like a radio tower. It had like so many rods sticking <laughs> out of it. Radio tower. Yeah, that was the power pole too. Up oh, all right. Yeah. But less is best. I always say. Right. You know, if you're starting out, I try to tell everybody that's new to kayak and they buy it. They go. A lot of guys will buy a kayak, go out there, and they want to load it up, like you said, tweak it up. I want this. I need mm. that. I need this. You really don't buy it. Go on the water. Fish it. Yeah. Take minimal. Take two rods, a bag of Senkos, yep. and go fish. Yeah. And see how everything... Because you may want the fish finder on the right side. You might want the left side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. you got to see how you handle fish. Yeah, you gotta, you got to really cater the boat to, to what how you, you do, fish. how you exactly. fish. And a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people drill holes and do all this stuff just not to like it and change right. it around. So right. lunch you know bo- I mean? like a lunchbox in them, like a lunch area? Like a sandwich area or anything like that. Dave needs a big lunchbox at his. He's got to eat every no, five like, minutes. You know, like a, what, what, am I, what am I rolling you a kayak? Front, you, you got, got a like front a, hatch. I'm you can have a whole thing. Oh, yeah, like a waterproof uh, lunch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brian, Brian the Carpenter, how are we doing back there on IMs? Are we all good? How are we doing back Take it away, back. So. Oh, my 
We don't have I am. No I am. Oh. Okay. It was loaded the other day. It was loaded fine. I've reloaded it yeah. multiple times. So okay. I'm actually thinking it's something wrong with our um, IM server. Great. Co- cover it live. Everybody out there, tweet it. Cover it live. Okay. Send them death threats and hate mail. Okay. So listen, for the rest of the show then, <laughs> if we want to hear from people, what are we doing? Through social media? Ah, I think they just probably have to watch the show. They have to watch the show. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the social media channels. Send me, send me some love. Yeah, because I, I'd, I'd like to hear from people on how they trick out their kayaks on what they do. That yeah. was a big part of tonight's I, show. I think, I think Flambeau has to make like a a mini floating kayak that you can tow behind your kayak. Right, with a your kayak tire, behind a kayak with your whole tackle system in there. It's funny you said that. There's a guy that came out with a kayak. <laughs> a guy has a kayak caddy. There you go. Wow. That they tow around, but I think the majority of people uses a cord. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You know? And when you're babysitting, you put I'll the baby you, in there with the car seat. Yeah, you put the baby <laughs> in there. It doesn't matter. You got a pet. Put the dog on yeah. there. Because anything you drag, you got that restriction. If you if you're dragging anything on a kayak, yep. you're gonna feel that restriction when you're pedaling. Sure, right. sure. So. Right. Uh, listen, everybody watching, the IMs are down, but please respond to us. Let us know. We want to see pictures of your kayak. We want to hear your thoughts on kayak fishing. Go to the social media sites at Ike Live Show uh, and hit us up. And uh, also, a little later in the show, we will be putting up a one eight hundred number. Uh, we. One one more thing. Hit we do me. have a good tournament coming up. Uh, I was starting to say uh, with Sterling Harbor, they do a Duke of Fluke. You may have heard it down. I, heard, I have heard of that tournament. Twenty fourth year, you got a Duke of Fluke tournament. I like a lot of saltwater tournaments because you get the community. They have a boat tournament, a kayak division. That's coming up July sixteenth. I got a band, you know, food. All for the biggest flatty, and the biggest five. Yeah. Wow, well that's neat. cool tournament. So they have a, a boat. Division and, and, and a kayak, kayak division. division. Wow. A That's lot of tournaments cool. now are doing a kayak division. That's really cool. So. You guys accepting new members in your club? I, I'm not sure. If reach out to the club members. I think I don't know what our cap was and where they ended up. So they put a little, you, always, you always lose one or two and then gain a bunch. They'll put a little thing, Dave, on your head What's to that? measure the circumference of your head. And if it's past a certain amount, they they won't let you in the club. I'll be out there at one of them bicycle helmets on for aerodynamics. <laughs> I'm beating all these guys to the spot. Lance Armstrong. I'll modify stuff. that thing, dude. Uh, all right, Brian the Carpenter, I, uh, let's let's keep it moving. Uh, can, can we get uh, – what do you got? Uh, no, let's take a break. Oh, okay, let's take a break. Um <laughs> Everybody watching, thank you for tuning in. Hang in there with us because when we come back, the recent Hobie champion from the Open, Ron Champion, is going to be joining us. Big man. Talking about his win, talking about the techniques he used. Uh, hang in there with us when we come back. Ron Champion joins us.
rushing sounds I'm getting tired Hold myself But I can't hold myself Oh, share Oh, true.